Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host here today. Oh, I'm not going to lie. This is going to be quick. We got to do it quick today. Uh, I waited. I wasn't able to do it yesterday. I had some things, and uh, it really, really bit me because I ended up with a lot more to do today than I thought I had to do. Uh, you know, when you find out yesterday afternoon, oh, here's a few more things to do. So I've been up early, been running. It's Thursday, I think. Uh <laughs> Uh, and to make it worse, we man, Peyton uh, Moore, tripod as I call him, was supposed to be here to do the show with me today. Uh, and he would have been here yesterday. He texted me a few minutes ago, not going to be able to make it today. So you get just me. Uh, also, my guest guessed at the last minute by pushing it back. Anyway, we're going to jump right into it, guys. We're going to jump right into it. And as always, we're going to start with the 18-time national champion, University of Alabama Crimson Tide. Back at home this week, another team from Mississippi, Ole Miss. Now, look, this game's been really hyped up. I guess because last year, the 63-48 to win. Yeah, 63-48. That was the final, one by 15. You would think, listen to people that that game was a four-point game. Yeah, as, as they've talked about it and stuff. Um, it wasn't. It was never in jeopardy. Look, this is Ole Miss. The all-time series, Alabama leads 52-10 to 10 and two ties. This is a big line. It's a big line. It opened up at 17. It's down to 14 and a half. I hope it keeps coming down. I hope it keeps coming down. Now, we all know the lane train. I love the lane train. I do. But they're going to score. The over-under is up to 79 and a half. And I love the over. You heard me. Over. Hammer it. Hammer it, hammer it, hammer it. I'm a big fan. But, yeah, we're taking the over. We're taking it. I don't care. 79 and a half, I don't care. Lock it up. Five stars, hit the over. It's going there. Now, 14 and a half. That's a scary one with that hook hitting it. I I would suggest buying it down to 13 and a half. Look, Alabama's going to win this game. Don't listen to the people hyping it up for CBS and for the TV and to try and make you believe it. Alabama's going to win this game. All right? You good with that? There's a reason a saving assistant has never beat him. Matt Corral, we saw last year. Yeah, he's is he a Heisman front runner right now? Statistically, yeah. They haven't played they not only have they played bad teams, they haven't played a top twenty-five team. He's put up great stats against bad football teams. Congratulations. We're not a bad football team. They haven't played in front of a visiting crowd with the noise. What, you know, the young Alabama players dealt with down in Florida, they're going to deal with on Saturday. They're going to deal with walking into Bryant-Denny Stadium. They haven't seen a live crowd since before COVID as far as, like, on the road against the number one team in the country, against the greatest coach of all time, Nick Saban, Oh, this game might not be as close as people think. You hear me? Now, they're going to score. They're going to score some. Here's going to be the key. 
Alabama's linebackers. Anderson, talking to y'all, Toto, everybody, Henry, talking to all y'all. Alabama's linebackers, got to stop the run. Got to make them one-dimensional. Got to make them sling it, okay? And they're going to have to because they're going to be behind. I'm going to go Alabama. I think we break 50 on them again. I'm going to go Alabama 59. Ole Miss 28. Yeah. The over's good. Bama's good. Uh, I'm like three stars on Bama covering, but I'm five stars on the over. So there it is. Uh, Arkansas, Georgia. Another big game. Game day's going there. Hyped up, man. It's going to be hyped up. Y'all ready for it? Arkansas. I love Sam Pittman. The George, uh, the, he was the Georgia O-line coach. Now he's Arkansas's head coach. Everybody was talking all this smack when he was hired. What a bad hire. They didn't hit a home run, blah, blah. They did. He's built his, he, he's a smart football guy, and he knows dominate the line of scrimmage, you win football games. And that's what they've been able to do. They've been able to run, and they're passing. KJ's throwing the ball just enough to keep the defense honest. That ain't going to work this week, son. You're going against Georgia. Georgia has the best rush defense statistically in the country. They're, get, they're giving up like 2.3 yards of carry, like 69 yards a game. Bryles, the, uh, the offensive coordinator from Arkansas, you're going to have to dial up a heck of a game plan, son, and you're going to have to throw the ball a lot because you're not going to be able to run it. Arkansas's smash mouth, punch you in the mouth. Yeah, Georgia's got the dog starting with, uh, what's their name, Jordan up there in the middle of that defensive tackle. Yeah, watch out. They're, they're going to make you one-dimensional. You're going to throw it. Georgia's minus 18. All the talking heads are telling us this is going to be a big game and a close game, and that's why game day's there. 11 a.m. kickoff over in Athens. Georgia, big. Georgia's coming off the 62-0 win to Vandy. Oh, it was Vandy. They could have scored 100 on Vandy if they wanted to. Easily. Easily. It was just, and you go, oh, well, it was Vandy. It don't matter. Does it? Because that was the uh, largest defeat between two SEC teams, points-wise, since the 90s. Wait, but Alabama has been killing people for a while. Yeah, and that was the worst one. And they called the dogs off, too. Get it? Dogs? Because they are the dogs. D-A-W-G-S. Mississippi State tries to use it. They're not. Those little puppies, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Get out of here. D-O-G, dog in Mississippi State. I like your dog. I'd like to play with it. I bet it'd play fetch with me. But that's the only good thing about you. Uga's dog, it bites. And they're going to bite big. I like Georgia covering the 18. The over-under of 48. And I'm not big on that. I'm not big on that. I'm taking Georgia to cover. Florida. Travels to Kentucky. Kentucky's offense has taken huge steps back. They haven't been great. And not against good teams. We're talking about like South Carolina. Florida 
since the first quarter against Alabama has seemed to have found a rhythm and seemed to have found something, especially on defense. I like Florida to go into Kentucky, win this game, cover the eight, give me the Gators. They're on a mission. Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen's usually been pretty good against bad teams. Kentucky's not a good team. Dan Mullen. A&M mistake. Give me the maroon and white. Oh, wait. That's both these teams. Mistake. Uh, lost last week at home against LSU. Obviously, A&M loses to Arkansas. Uh, it's, it's interesting in this game. Because we're trying to figure out what teams they are. You know, we're, we're looking at going, is State a decent team or are they crap like normal? It, oh, A&M was overhyped. We all know that. But how good are they? Are they still decent? Here's the thing. Uh, A&M's strength on their defense is the secondary. And Mike Leach, the Pirate, while phenomenal in interviews, uh, not a great coach, and he will not try and establish the run. He's going to sling it. And I think that's a mistake in this game. Uh, Arkansas, Arkansas showed you line up, you run the ball, you punch them in the mouth. A grounded pound, a Jackie Sherrill, Mississippi State team, wins this game by two touchdowns. A Mike Leach, Mississippi State team, loses this game by 10 to 12 points. I'm taking the Aggies, laying the points. I do think they're overhyped from where they were. But I don't think this Mississippi State team is up to snuff. Will Rogers is going to have to have an immaculate day against a very good secondary. Give me A&M. The Auburn Tigers. Oh, watching them implode down on the plains is fun. Last week. Oh, oh, what a sweat. What a sweat to get a win. Now you go into Death Valley at night. I've been there. It ain't quiet. It's going to be loud. Do you go with Bo Nix as your starter, who has proven he should be a third-string college quarterback at best, but his last name is Nix, and the boosters and all down there loved his daddy? Or do you go with Finley, the LSU transfer? That led you to a comeback that shouldn't have been a comeback because that ball was definitely not caught. But read about it in the box score. They came back. They won. They did cover the second half line. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Anyway, I got to go with LSU at home. And uh, LSU had a good win at Mississippi State last week uh, just because they needed it. Uh, They still don't look – I mean, they're not a contending team. They don't look great. Uh, but I'm taking LSU. Auburn hasn't won in LSU in Baton Rouge since 1999. 1999. That's the time they won there. It ain't going to change this year. Tell you that. Give me, uh, give me LSU all day. All right. Tennessee and Missouri. Both these teams coming off losses, bad losses. Um, <laughs> oh man, Missouri let me down. I thought they'd do something against Boston College. I like Eli Drinkwitz, but uh, their run run defense has been horrid, <coughs> just awful. 
I think that Tennessee, look, Missouri's favored by three. I think Tennessee's going to be able to run the ball. And I think that they will run the ball. Give me Tennessee not only to cover, but to win this game in an upset. Tennessee beats Missouri. Write it down. That one's done. The over-under 65, I don't like that. But we are taking Tennessee to pull the upset. Troy and South Carolina. South Carolina's not good. Shane Beamer, he's trying. He's doing his best. They're not good. Troy is worse. Troy is bad at football. Troy cannot run the football. And now you're playing. It is an SEC team you're playing. But they haven't been able to run it against anybody. South Carolina, congratulations. You're not only going to get the win, you're going to cover. You're going to feel good about yourself. You can drive your 30-minute drive back from your stadium to your campus and have a good celebration. UConn against Vanderbilt. Here's two of the worst teams in, the, in, in all of FBS. They're just absolutely terrible. And, look, you want to know how bad UConn is? You want to know how bad UConn is? You want me to tell you? They only lost by two points last week to Wyoming. But do you want to know how bad they are? They're getting 14 and a half points against Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, that I just told you, lost 62 to nothing last week to Georgia. A record-setting performance in the SEC amongst, you know, SEC versus SEC. How bad it was. Showing how bad they are. Georgia's good. They're very bad. That's what happens. And they're laying 14 and a half. No way. Look, I'm interested in this game to watch it because I want to see how bad these teams look. And it's like a car wreck. You know, you got to stop. You got to slow down and take a, take a peek. The officer's waving you. Go, go, get out of the way, get out of the way. We're doing things here. And you're like, nah, man, I got to see this. No, hold on. I got to get my Snapchat pulled up. You people that always have your stuff pulled up where you're videoing instantaneously, I don't know how you do it. Because I got to get my phone out of my pocket. You know, go to the app, open it up. Flip it over, you know, oh, I've been taking selfies. It's facing the wrong way. You know, flip it over and then get it. You got to give me a minute. I got to slow down to get this. So, (laughs) I'm going UConn in the points. The over-under I'm not touching. Uh, But I'm going UConn in the points. I think that 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 two-point loss to Wyoming last week, just no momentum. Now, Iowa, you let me down last week. You, you're now 4-1 and one against the spread. Well, you go to Maryland. Oh, wow, this game. I hate Maryland. Nothing against Loxley. Nothing against Talia. Tugavaloa. Nothing against them. But they are just inconsistent. And I hate teams that are inconsistent when it comes to this. Because you don't know which Maryland you're going to get. And they're at home. Oh, and it's a night game. Friday night game. Weird, weird things happen on Thursday and Friday night. But Iowa's only minus three. I like Iowa. I think they get back on track. They're the better team. You got to go with them. Not big. Not big. Crazy things happen. Speaking of Friday night games, BYU against Utah State. BYU, they look like a more legitimate team than minus eight and a half. Give me BYU and the over. And the over of 62. Next one we got here, Michigan against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin didn't look good at all last week. Now they're a two-point favorite. Vegas, what do you know? What do you know, Vegas? Why is Wisconsin favored? You sold me. I'm taking Wisconsin minus the two at home. Um, Baylor against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State last week was one of my locks, beating K-State. They're back at home again this week. They always play better in Stillwater. Three-and-a-half-point favorite. Cowboy up. Tell them, George. We're with the Cowboys. Indiana against Penn State. Penn State, 12-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Penn State in this game. Uh, Indiana hasn't been what Indiana was last year. They're not as good. I'll take Penn State, and I'll take them to cover the 12-and-a-half. Louisville, Wake Forest. Not a chance I'm playing this game. This is the DNT of the week. Yeah, if I got to pick it, and I do because that's what we do on the show, I would take Wake minus seven. But for those of you out there, leave that game alone. Run away from it. Western Kentucky against Michigan State. Michigan State is minus 11. Uh, Michigan State's been a bit up and down against the spread for me uh, this year. They let me down last week. I'm going to go with them against the Hilltoppers this week. Spartans, do it. Do what you were born to do, what you were bred to do. Cincinnati, oh, the Bearcats. They're going to take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This is a classic tale, the up-and-comer. Had a good couple of seasons, looking pretty good against the traditional power. And the up-and-comer Cincinnati is minus two. Over-under is 50 and a half. And you know what? Give me Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you're not taking down the Irish. Oh, it's going to be a good game, though. That's going to be a good game. That's a two-point line for a reason. I'm one star on Cincinnati. Do you hear me? Very, very low. That's going to be a good game to watch. Not a good game to play. Cincinnati. Um, Boston College against Clemson. Boston College coming off that win against Missouri. Clemson, I'm sorry. Clemson, do you have two losses already? Do you have two losses already? Is the dynasty dead? Was it a dynasty? Oh. Oh, we're getting into some questions that I don't have time to answer today. Was it a dynasty? You know what? Message me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Question of the day. Was Clemson drawn a dynasty? And if it was, is it dead? If yes, is it dead? Hmm, Dabo. Look, I'm taking Boston College in the 15 and a half. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to show me, Clemson. You got to show me you can score points, and I don't think you can. I'm not touching the over under 46, but I am taking the 15 and a half of Boston College. Ooh, L. Monroe. You get to go play Coastal Carolina. Coastal's merely a 34-and-a-half-point favorite after they drug UMass last week. Thanks, guys. Um, this is another one I'm not going to play because it's too big of a spread. If I have to pick, I'll take Coastal because Coastal will win by as many as they want. Arizona State against UCLA. Give me UCLA. Now, in the cheerleading battle in this game, it's really close. Who has the harder cheerleaders? Really, really close. Arizona State brings talent. UCLA, always. But UCLA's basketball cheerleaders have been a little better than their football the past few years. It seems that football's catching up some. Um, 
And yeah, that's how I'm grading this game. UCLA's cheerleaders, slightly better. So UCLA will cover the three points. <laughs> Oregon against Stanford. All right. Oregon's about to say this is an afternoon game uh, on the farm at Stanford. I'm not big on this game. I'm going to take Oregon minus the eight, but very low, like two stars. Um, uh, I'll also take the over of 57 in this game. Um, the Oklahoma fans are calling for Spencer Rattler to be benched. What is going on out there? What is going on? Oklahoma goes to K-State. K-State was ranked last week and went to Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State put that whooping on them. Now they get Oklahoma, who has been struggling. Hmm. They actually almost changed their, their nickname from Sooners to Struggle Wins. And you know what? Ten and a half. K-State normally plays better at home. Give me K-State plus the ten and a half. You heard it here. Take K-State. Oklahoma's been winning games. They haven't been covering spreads. Give me K-State to cover. Cover. Ten and a half. Ohio State against Rutgers. Oh, this is an interesting one. You know what? It's 15. I'm going to take Rutgers plus the 15. It's a crazy year in college football, folks. Rutgers plus 15. Uh, Not big on that. Two stars. Star and a half. La Tech NC State, I didn't even see the line on yet, so I'm just going to ignore that game like everybody else has a TV will. And then the last one. And I know you all wanted this one because it's late. Fresno State at Hawaii. Fresno State's minus 10.5. The over-under is 65.5. I'm taking Fresno State, three stars. Fresno State. Oh, we're going big. We're going to score a lot of points in this one. It's going to be a fun game late at night. Five-star lock of the week. Give me the over. 65 and a half. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, we're going to see some points. You've seen crazy things happen already in college football this year. You're going to see more of it. All right? Now, baseball's winding down. I saved a little time here. Uh, So I'm going to do two things real quick. One... We had the All-Star game for T-Town Dart League uh, Tuesday night here at Unique. I felt like it went really well. I I know from the bar standpoint, they were very happy. Uh, And then from uh, just the the darts and everything, uh, you saw some upsets. It was disappointing not to be able to have Robert and David. They had to opt out, um, but completely understandable reasons. And then uh, so Tui gets in, and Tui won a few games and made a good run, uh, and Scotty Mack got in. So, you know, always good to have Scott here. Um, but the uh, meet ended up beating Steven in the finals of it. So, uh, all in all, it ended up, being a, ended up being a really good tournament where you saw two of the better players in the league uh, get to battle it out in the end. So, that was great. Um, now, baseball, MLB baseball. Clay, you can turn the... Turn it off. Just stop. Stop listening right now. Because the Braves have won two straight over the Phillies. And if they win today and sweep this, they clinch. Right? So you might want to tune out. 
But here's where we're at. Alright, in the AL East, Tampa Bay, they've locked it up. They're in. Alright, they're eight games ahead of the Yanks. They're done. They've won the division. The White Sox have won the Central. And over in the West, it's still not done yet. Houston has a three and a half game over a lead over Seattle. Neither of those are clinched, but look out. They're that's they're both gonna be they're probably both gonna find the playoffs. Um we'll get to that. Mm. Atlanta now has a four-and-a-half game lead over Philly. They were up two-and-a-half going into a three-game series. Atlanta's won the first two. It's up to four-and-a-half. Like I say, if Atlanta wins today, they clinch the division. Uh, if they lose today, they have a three-and-a-half game lead, and Philly needs a lot of help because Atlanta's magic number is one. I hate to say this. I don't think there's any way that they don't win one more game. I would love it. It would be hilarious, but I don't think it happens. Um, Milwaukee has locked up the Central, um, and San Francisco and the Dodgers, they have both locked up that they're both in the playoffs, but San Francisco has a two-game lead over the Dodgers. Uh, the Cardinals have also clinched, uh, one of the wildcard spots. So, if the Phillies are going to get in, they have, their only chance of doing it is to catch the Braves. And that is not looking likely. The over in the wild card, the Dodgers, a mere 14 game lead over St. Louis. And, you know, they're two games back in their division. So, and they've won 102 games. If they somehow catch San Fran and were to win that, then San Fran would, would be in the wild card. But right now, it's looking Dodgers, best team on paper against the Cardinals, hottest team in baseball in the wild card. What a matchup. Cardinals playing the Brewers right now, uh, today. Over to the AL wild card, you got the Yankees, a game ahead. They're in the wild card right now, a game ahead of Boston, who would be in. Boston holds a half-game lead over Seattle. How crazy is that? It's that tight. It's that tight. They hold, Boston holds a one-game lead over Toronto. It's that tight. Any of these teams could end up in. Any of them could end up out. It's the last week of the season. Last, yeah, we're finishing it up. Um, I mean, we're 158, 159 games in. You only do 162, guys. You got this weekend. That's it. Embrace it. Love it. Enjoy it. Uh, here at Unique, we are open for Champs League Soccer and Europa League Soccer uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday. Whenever we have it. I mean, we open at 2 o'clock every day of the week. Uh, Monday through Friday anyway, so what's 10, 15 minutes, open a little early. And then uh, also uh, game day will be open at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. I'll be here behind the bar watching some soccer and some college game day. Getting excited to whip Ole Miss again, again. Look, they're from Mississippi. There are shadows. We'll see what type of talent Ole Miss brings over. Normally they come correct. Hopefully they do again. Guys, that is my time. I got a lot of work to do. I got to get off here. So, I want to thank you all for listening. Swing by and see us. 1229 University Boulevard. Clay, great to have you in town the other day. Hope you had a good time, you and John Robert, when y'all were here. To everybody else that's come by and stuff, I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you. If you want to see me, I'm not hard to find. Anyway, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play.
to win. And when you get married, probably the reason I, I'm still single, because I can't find anybody hotter, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. Thanks for listening.